Um, okay, we haven't posted in like a month. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. Yeah, hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about senioritis. If you're unfamiliar with the term, it's basically a term that seniors in high school have started to describe the mental state that they're in while they're in their, in their last year of high school. And it's basically a state where you have very less, very few motivation and it's hard to show up to class in time and get your work done because you feel like you're about to graduate so you know it's just like you want to let loose so I am a senior and I will be talking about my experiences with senioritis this year but we also have Emily who is also a senior with us hi guys my name is Emily I'm in my final year of high school as well hi my name is apple i'm in grade 11 so it's not my last year yet but yeah i'm close hi everyone my name is andrea i'm also a junior so although apple and andrea are not uh, seniors they have they're taking oh they're taking uh grade 12 classes so you guys are also surrounded by people who are in grade 12 and are experiencing senioritis so i think i'm just gonna start off by talking like a a bit about like how my senior year has has been so far so i mean like it's been very stressful because not only am i doing school work i'm also doing college stuff like um i was literally like crying yesterday to my mom i was like you know it's been so stressful recently i like calculated how long i've been doing college applications and i started august right for my common app essay so that's one month september and then october november december january so that's around like five months of doing this and in the beginning it wasn't that hard because you know you're new to it and then you're you're just starting off so it's like i'm writing essays i'm getting to know how the system works but as time goes by you're like when is this gonna end you're writing supplemental essays one after another so it gets really repetitive and kind of boring but also really stressful because during this time you're also like am i gonna get into any of these schools so it's very tiring as well because you have school work too so something i realized once december was coming to an end where i guess when winter break was coming i felt more demotivated because in school i used to you know pay attention and whatever but then i started showing up to class late it went from 8 30 to 8 40 to like nine o'clock and then i was like you know i don't even care if i'm late anymore which is really bad but that's kind of that was my experience so far up to like december okay so emily wait can i say that you got into school or no um yes or no you can say which ones i applied (laughs) no i'll just say you got it into a school okay Okay, so emily has got it into a school and this was her top one of her top three choices right yeah Yeah. okay and i haven't gotten to one school yet so i'm feeling like a little left out because all my friends or all the people i know have gone into at least one school and uh, do you want to talk about the emotions you felt when you knew that you got into college um i definitely felt relieved because it's a good feeling knowing that you have somewhere to go after university that's like one of the top places that you want to go to and it was one of my top programs because since I'm going into med I have to go to like a pre-med program right so that program was like really good for preparing students for the MCAT so when I got into that program I felt really relieved 
Okay, so more about senior writers, I feel like teachers are kind of normalizing it too. Because this year, for like for example, law, there were a few times I didn't go, and then I would go on my ed afterwards. I realized that I wouldn't even be marked absent because some teachers either don't do attendance, knowing that people would not show up because of senior writers, or they do it five minutes before class ends. So you could walk in half an hour late and still be on time because of how late they're doing the attendance. So yeah, it's definitely a really, really common thing. To add on to Andrew's point, um, that is something I've definitely observed recently. Like this morning, I walked into my bio class. It was a, a grade 12 course and probably like five people were there out of like the, let's say, 28. I feel like because it's also near the end of the semester, a lot of people are finishing with their exams and stuff. So, and then at the same time, I'm seeing the people around me, they're all getting their uni acceptance letters. So, yeah. Okay, so now we're coming into the new year. I think there's the saying, new year, new me, but I didn't really feel that. I didn't really feel it was a new year at all to me, to be honest. Like, I don't know, maybe it might have been if it was a new semester, but we were still in semester one, so I really didn't feel any change. And although I set goals for myself, like New Year's resolutions, to be honest, I haven't reviewed them since I've made them because I'm just so busy with other things. And I feel with so much things on my plate, it also feels like a lot is being accomplished, but also nothing is at the same time. Like you just have one thing after another. And even though things get done, it's like, okay, I just have more to do. So you don't really feel any accomplishment. Um, but so like Emily, your course load this semester is like a lot more intense than mine. So like how are there, do you have any tips for handling, handling like, you know, college stuff and course load stuff? Make sure you prioritize your time wisely. For example, we have like calc unit tests and for every unit test, our teacher gives us a date, like specifically like two weeks ahead of time on when the test is gonna be and you should start studying from the moment the teacher tells us you i feel like a lot of students in our class like they did the questions the teachers provided two days before the exam or at least that's what i did and it was so stressful i just feel like it i would be way better off if i spread it out my work other than pulling it all nighter and then doing the work in two days um what are some common or actually, no, let's talk about what you plan to do after graduation. Like, are there any vacation plans? You don't have any vacation plans? <laughs> we just want to talk. Okay. Okay. So, I actually, I want to talk about something. So, I plan to celebrate twice this year. So the first celebration I plan to have is when I first get into my first school. And I think that's pretty important. No matter what school it is, it's like the first acceptance. I think that's a big deal, right? Like, it means you're going to college, which technically at this point, I'm not because I haven't gotten acceptance yet. No, I will. I will. But it's just so far. Right. So, I think that deserves a celebration. And the second celebration I want to have is when I commit to a school. So, committing means like you're, you accept an offer which also means this is the school that you you want to go to then so i think that also calls for a celebration so actually i want to ask apple and andrea like what what are some tips that you guys are looking for as upcoming seniors like tips from you from us from the seniors um I mean, I mean, like, managing your time is a big one, right? Because in junior, like, you could have a really stressful course load, but you're not, there's no extra thing of, like, 
like your college application. So it's really focused on just one thing, which is school killers. But in grade twelve, there's that really big chunk of time you need to dedicate specifically towards college applications, which I consider more important. Well, both is important, but it's ultimately where you're gonna go after high school. So I think. You need to really dedicate a lot of time and commitment into your university applications. So it's just definitely being able to manage your time and balance both tasks. Yeah, like on the note of having a lot of academic pressure and college applications, I would want some tips regarding how you would incorporate social life within the senior year. Because I feel like、um, when people are really, really busy, they're kind of like. I don't know how to say it. Like sacrificing their social life. Yeah, like sacrificing time with friends, time with family, um, for like school, which it's happening to a lot of people. But, um, me too. But I feel like I need to work on um balancing my social life with school life. Yeah, I agree with that because last year there was a time where I was super busy. I was preparing for a competition, and it was nearing AP season and stuff. So I think it was from February to May. That time was super busy for me. I re- I remember not going out once. Like even though I wanted to, it was kind of like you you want to, but it's like because I feel like it's like、um, when you have a lot of things on your mind, like a lot of tasks. When you go out, it's kind of like you feel guilty about it, and then, because you could have spent the time doing so many other things. So I think it, it naturally、uh, we just prioritize、um, school and academics over social and friends and family. So I think that is something to work on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So actually, I just thought of a tip for upcoming seniors, which is you guys. Like, okay, I think a big mistake、um, going to college application season, and what I didn't know was that I always had this. Like, I think everyone does, where you have one school that you really, really want to go to. And so you idolize this this school for so long, and maybe you have had this connection with the school, or you've wanted to go to the school since you were a kid. And I think a big problem with that is when you put something on a pedestal. Like let's say the school rejects you, then it's gonna be a huge like breakup. Basically, it's kind of like a relationship. You committed to the school in many ways, like emotional and also in other ways. Like maybe you visited the school before, and if you don't get in, then it's a huge heartbreak. So my advice would be to not have one. Dream school have three. So there's actually there's these terms in college applications where there's a reach, a target, and a safety. So reach schools are ones that you think you might not have have a big chance of getting into, but you're still gonna apply. A target school is you have、um, a likely chance of getting in, and a safety is like there's a big chance of getting in. So instead of having one dream school in like the reach zone, have three. So one in reach, one in target, and one in safety. That way. Like let's say you get rejected from your reach school, like you still have two other dream schools that you really want to go to, but are also very likely to get into. I think that's my biggest tip because I did not really have that. Like I just had one that I really wanted to go into, and you know, we'll see. I was reading a Reddit post where one of my friends sent them to me, but it was about this、um, senior this year. His dream school was, I think, Cornell. He's been dreaming of going to Cornell since he was like eight years old. But he got rejected, and then he had like, what's it, a heart attack, and then he's been in the ICU for a month now. But I think that's really sad because there are so many other schools that you would. I just know that when you go there, you would 
love it there and have a great experience there so don't what do you how do you say like don't only like one school <sighs> don't commit to only one school don't put all your eggs in one basket i mean yeah i i think everyone has like a like a goal school but i think you need to think flexibly like it could be a main source of your motivation but if you don't get in it's not the end of the world because um adding to emily's story i have a family friend whose sister got into cornell a couple years ago for as long as i've known him which is quite a long time he's wanted to go to harvard like he will not consider any other schools other than harvard and i'm sure he's pretty confident that he will get in but listening to emily's story i feel like if he somehow doesn't get in it would be a really big heartbreak for him because he's just been talking about that school for a long time and i know how hard he's worked because of like his love for that school but yeah if you don't get in it's not the end of the world and people who do have high goals going to an ivy's probably are really talented in many ways so if you don't get into harvard there's like plenty of other good schools you could go to and yeah, you never know. If you get rejected from a target or a safety, just know that that's not, like don't feel like, oh, just because I got rejected from this, like mid-school, I'm not getting into my top college. Like that's really not how college admissions work. Um, in many cases, actually, I'm sure you guys know this already, but if you get rejected from a safety, that means that you're overqualified. So they know that even if they admit you, you're gonna like not go. So they'd rather just reject you than you reject them, if you know what I mean. So that's actually, this happens a lot. Like, huh? Competition? Like, cause I can't speak on this because I didn't ED to any schools. But like, if some, for example, three people are great ED to do, they're gonna only accept one of them. Yeah, it's very school. likely they they will. Yeah, so they only accept one person. So like those three people. <laughs> Imagine if they were friends. Yeah. yeah oh, I remember now. I remember now. Okay, so, um, actually, like, when when each school like accept students it they they have this image that they want the class of 2028 to look like so what that means is let's say they're gonna admit like 100 students this year they want 20 like people who are like music kids or 50 athletes like they have a certain amount of criteria they're looking for so because they reject you doesn't mean that you were not qualified it just means that you didn't fit this mold that they were looking for for the class of that year so let's say they're like oh we need one more violinist or whatever right and there's two people that are both qualified but because one was like a celloist and one played the violin then they would choose the violin over the uh, over the cellist so not because the person that played the cello was bad was just because they're that's what they were looking for so like just don't blame yourself if you know things don't go your way that's what i'm trying to say um okay actually, i actually have a question for you guys so um in north america i guess like the most important year would be junior year for grade 11s i mean grade 12s grades are very very important don't get me wrong but grade 11 year is kind of more important because for grade 12s they only look at the first semester whereas for a grade 11 they look at everything so having this pressure on you like how are you guys feeling with that like how is how are you handling school with this knowing this in your mind okay so this might be like um personal to me but i feel like as I'm getting into grade 11, like, I know, like, in my mind, I know it's the, like, the most important year, basically, but I feel like I've been, like, slacking off compared to grade 10, like, I don't know why, like, literally, like, like, sometimes, like, 
like i guess like my mindset kind of changed because like let's say grade 10 like i had a test coming up i would i would honestly go into the test being prepared knowing that i'll do well but for grade 11 even though i know i'm taking super hard courses i don't know why but i guess it's also like a mindset like i'm not a senior yet but being surrounded by so many grade 12s kind of like <laughs> kind of just like i don't know influences me and the like i've been i've been kind of just i don't know how do you say it wait so when you influenced when you, yeah influence so when you say you were slacking off like can you be more specific what do you mean you're okay like my grades dropped basically from like last year i even though i know the courses i'm taking are more important this year and i know i can do better but like as they're dropping i'm not feeling like like last year if it was me last year i would have been bawling my eyes out yeah but like this year i'm just like it's okay okay so do you think when you say that it's okay it's like you're trying to comfort yourself or do you actually think oh you know it's not the end of the world like what is your yeah i know it's not the end of the world but at the same time like i i also know that because my grades are dropping it also has a negative effect on my future i guess but i don't know I just feel so much more like I'm not into it. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't have enough energy for this. I don't know why. My courses, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to say that I don't care, but like less than last year. I think that's normal though. Although I didn't really feel that. I'm grade eleven. Yeah, I I, I feel like it's grind, just personal like, to me because yeah. when I because I'm in grade eleven, but I don't even feel like I'm in grade eleven. Mm. Like I guess like also it's on me because I feel like I'm not being productive at all. Like I don't know. I can be spending my time so much better. That comes again into like psychologically. I feel guilty, but I just I don't know. Okay. Wait, are, are you guys comfortable sharing like what what like summer plans you have related to like pre-college stuff like that or no? Yeah, the thing is, when I'm saying I've been slacking off, I literally basically haven't applied to like Anything? I've only applied to one. Okay. What about you? Summer plans or I mean, yeah, I would want to go to a program, but I've only applied to one too right now. Okay. But yeah. Like, literally, I know all the summer deadlines are, like, basically now. Mm. And if I don't apply now, it's, like, never. But, yeah. Life is so hard, man. That, yeah, sometimes I just feel like, why can't I just have lower standards for myself? Bro, I literally said the same thing yesterday. I was, like, I was talking to my mom. I was, like, mom, if I just wanted to go to an average school, like, I wouldn't have any of the stress. Like, if this is all okay, stuff no, for myself. Okay, no, but like, I have a lot to talk about about this. Because okay. I feel like you two specifically, I'm, I don't know too much about Emily, but you two, I feel like it's really intrinsic. Like, you want the best for yourself. And you have these, like... Um, like goals for yourself to go to a good school and you, you guys really want to but there's another type of people which is me because I feel like all my stress and motivation and standards for myself are all because of my mom like mm. I literally know for a fact if my mom wasn't strict on me I would not even come to school I would be slacking off I'll be fine with like a 65% okay maybe not that extreme but I would be fine with like like an 80 like as long as I get all A's that's fine like 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 an 80 mid 80 to like high 80 like low 90 that kind of thing like not maybe not 90 but mm. if my mom wasn't strict on me i think i would be just i would have no expectations for myself and as long as i can get into an okay school in canada i'll be happy so expectations for yourself 
Sometimes I just, I, my version of wishing that I don't have high expectations for myself is that I just wish that my mom didn't have high expectations for me. Because I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be working so hard if it wasn't because of her. And also, like, also because of that, I feel like when I don't get a good grade, obviously I feel bad that I could have done better, but I'm not feeling bad that, like, it's bad for me in the future I feel bad that I'm gonna have to show her this grade mm, and like ex- yeah. and she's gonna have to be disappointed or say a bunch of things so yeah it's it's different yeah but I feel like where you're you're at is also like not a bad thing because for me I constantly worry about my future like I can't live in the present which is like super super stressful and I don't know it's just I just can't get out of this phase mm-hmm. like I've been like this my whole life like I can't live in the present and that's like really bad and I know I need to focus more on myself like right now as of what would happen to me in the future if I didn't do this I didn't do that so yeah so sometimes I wish I was in a situation where my parents cared more than me but like no okay on that I just want to say that although it's very important that your parents care I think it is more important that you care for your future than what your parents care because ultimately it's you living your future it's not them living your future no yeah so I'm kind of scared for university though because I know my mom's not gonna like call me every semester yeah. and ask me my grade so yeah. I'm just wondering will I st- like genuinely still try in university without my mom behind me kind of pushing me mm-hmm. so I that's why I'm trying to transition into the as long as I try my best and I put my best effort in that's fine like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about yeah. other people but like, it's like it, yeah it's good to care about your future intrinsically for yourself but it's not good when you're at my stage where like i literally cannot function like sometimes it's so draining for my mental health mm-hmm. I, like I do not get to here yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so. thanks for listening <laughs> we'll see you next week bye bye that was such a bad outro bro